Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. O Brasil, samba que dá. Bambuleio que faz ginga. O Brasil, do meu amor. What do you think of this one, you? What a song, terrible. Terrible? What is that? Well, it's I guess the song of week yeah. one. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Wait a minute. This is from, uh... Come on, Hugh. Well, no, the movie Brazil. Well, kind of. Yeah. Well, no, I'm thinking about... Uh, Disney movie. No, I'm not thinking about that one. I'm thinking about the... Uh, Robert De Niro was in it. What am I... Was it Brazil? I think that's the name of the movie, Brazil. I got this from uh, Saludos Amigos. A 1942 American live-action right. animated film. Yep. No, I was thinking about Brazil, the actual movie. It was a weird movie. I think that's the name of it. it and Robert De Niro was in it. And he was a plumber. But he was a... In Brazil? Yeah, in the movie. But not, he was but a not super, in Brazil. No, but he was a superhero oh. plumber. Superhero plumber? Yeah. Not like Mario Brother or Luigi or something <laughs> okay. like that. But that somebody heard. out there knows exactly the movie that I'm talking about. It was about he was in love with this woman that she was a like a, a futuristic truck driver or something. It was a pretty good movie. I love when a, a song sparks something in Hugh's brain and it's just... Yeah, uh, and it goes all over yep. the place. Yeah, that's how it so works. So this might sound all over the place if it wasn't real, and that's the idea of the Eagles playing their first game next season in Brazil on a Friday night. Like, if you've just been sleeping since last night or out of it and you just turn on WIP, you say, first of all, what is Hugh talking about? What is yeah, this Yeah, what the hell does he mean? Why are they the playing this song, and what is Gilio saying now? Well, I... Of all those things, the one that is the most just fact-based, it's the game. So the Eagles, we got the news last night from Roger Goodell at his uh, Super Bowl press conference that the Eagles will open the season next year in Brazil, week one. And not just in Brazil, it's a Friday night Ooh, so you get to go. Say, I would, if I was to go, I would have to hit Brazil on a win in this day. You trying to you put in your request? No, oh, you know that ain't about to happen. Dude, that's like a 13-hour flight. Man, I, I just remember... Like, when I was younger, in my first couple years in the league, that's where everybody went for vacation. Carnival and all other stuff. Have you ever been there? No, I have not. Brazil's different, man. Because what was the year that they had the Olympics there and they were talking about the uh, water that was eating people's skin? In uh, Rio, right? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Is that 14? Was that when the, uh, when Ryan, the water, was, uh, who's the swimmer? Ryan Lochte, did he get himself some, some trouble? That, yeah, there's a lot of trouble to be had in Yeah, Brazil, I'm sure man. there is. But it was, it was 2016. Uh, 2016. Yeah, because <laughs> I used to hear stories about Olympic Village and how they used to get down. And then to be in in Brazil at the same time, yeah, it's a lot going on. All right, so what do we think of this? And then we're going to get into a guessing game of who the opponent's going to be. Because we we know this. It is an Eagles home game. So we lose a home game next year, right? It was mm-hmm. supposed to be nine home games, eight road. That's the, the – they trade off every year with 17 games. This coming season, 2024, the Eagles were slated, as all the NFC teams are, to have nine home games. Well, one of the Eagles' home games will be down in 
Brazil. Brazil. So, Brazil. Hugh, before I give you, before we go over who they, who they could be playing in this game, what do you think? You thumbs up, thumbs down on uh, I, I Brazil? I think it's exciting. You know, in this time, I, like some people, it, I guess you have to get your finances in order to get ready for the the upcoming season. But I think it'll be a fun trip. I think it'll be a fun trip. I think that I'm assuming that if they're going to Brazil, they're probably going to go a few days early just to, you know, get acclimated to mm. being over there at a 13 hour flight or whatever. But it just seems like a fun time. And I think it's great for the for the Eagle fans that want to go. It's one of those things where when I heard it, I was like, wow, 2024, September, you got a little bit of time to get your finances right. But that that sounds that sounds like a fun trip. So here fun here's trip. my take. Um do I love the idea of them losing a home game? I don't, but that stuff kind of evens out. They, yeah. you know, every tw- five or ten years, they're going to rotate this. So I'm sure next time the Eagles go on the, you know, for a game overseas, they'll be the road team. That doesn't bother me. I think when they went to ja- uh, play Jacksonville in London, what five years ago, four or five years ago, they were the road team then. So that evens out. But you know what? This just continues. The NFL doesn't care about the fan that goes to the game. They don't care. I mean, think about the people here in Philadelphia that go to Eagles games. Mm-hmm. What percentage can can, can, can afford, afford the time and the money to go to Brazil? Very small amount. Yeah, but that but no disrespect to the hardworking fan out there that that works hard to get their Eagles tickets. But this isn't for you. That's what I mean. The NFL doesn't care about the hometown fan that goes yeah. to a game because they took away a home game from everyone listening to us that lives here that that probably goes or or could go, and they put it in Brazil. And yeah. most of those people. Are not making that trip. Yeah, they just they, they, they did it with Seattle. It for, they made it for Monday the high, night highfalutin, yeah, highbrow individuals, and they did it to grow the game. Yeah, try game. to grow it internationally, because it's like you talk about uh, the a diverse sports landscape. You know, because I think the thing that leads over there mostly is soccer, but they're trying to bring the game international, and that's a great place to start. Because it's, it's as far as like the, what people who people pull for in Brazil as far as the the, the soccer teams. It's all over the place. Well, and there's, I mean, you think about it, I don't know if people like think about how big Brazil is. It's not just a, a random country. There's 214 million people there. Yeah, if they could create an NFL base the way they've tried to in England and they've tried to in, in Germany over the past, you know, whatever number of years it's been. So I get what the NFL's doing, but they don't care about the person that goes to the game in the hometown. We saw this, the Seattle Monday night game. Remember they changed that from Sunday to Monday? Yeah. They didn't care about you traveling. They didn't care about the people in Seattle that they couldn't make the game Monday. They don't care. The NFL has shown this for a long time. They don't care about the people in the crowd. They care about the big picture. But I kind of like the Friday night. I think that's kind of fun. I mean, Friday night in Brazil? Well, just I like us just as a, a viewer. I'm not going, but like. I think it's kind of cool to play well, see, an NFL yeah, game Friday night. I kind of like, when I think about the trip, I like to interject myself into it like I'm actually going. Sounds like you're, you, should, you should ask. I, ain't, I definitely Listen, I know my limitations. I'm not trying to go to Brazil and, and, and fall in love with somebody that I don't even know. I'm not trying to do that. Because that, it's a lot of, man, listen, from the pictures that I've seen and the people that I know that have went. Probably easy to fall lot, in love. Yeah, it's a lot of beautiful women over over there. So, so I, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I do like the Friday night from a viewer perspective. I think it's something unique. We had, what, the Friday uh, – Black Friday game this year. Yeah. The first Friday game. And also, like, week one next year, we get a game Thursday. It'll, you know, probably be San Francisco or, or Kansas City hosting. Then the Eagles play Friday. And then we get all day Sunday to watch the other week one game. So I kind of like that. All right. Let's try to guess who they're going to play, Hugh. Here's the eight opponents, um, or the nine opponents, I should say, that the Eagles have as home games next year. So we have the three division games. I don't think they're putting a division game. Nah, that don't seem like <clears throat> that's right. going to be the case. So let's rule out Cowboys, Giants, Commanders. So here are the other six options. Who do we think they're going to send to Brazil with the Eagles? Cleveland, 
Atlanta, Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, Green Bay, Carolina. What's your first instinct? Okay, wait a minute. Let me write this down. You right, said so Cleveland? If we rule out the division teams, right? So the, the other six home games for the Eagles next year, Cleveland, uh-huh. Atlanta. Writing this down. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Pittsburgh. The Berg. Green Bay. Carolina. Okay. I'm going to go process of elimination. Green, You say Green Bay and Carolina. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not going to be Green Bay. I mean, Carolina. It's definitely not going to be Carolina. You can't start a season with Carolina. No, that's you can't. A, that's definitely not. Yeah, we take Carolina out of that. Carolina is not going. I think Carolina's got an international game already, too, next season. Uh, that's enough of putting them on, in standalone yeah. games. No, no I no. can't because you already did the Jacksonville thing over in the U.K., so I'm, I'm going to take Jacksonville okay. off the board. Okay, so that leaves Cleveland, Green. Like, when I think of Cleveland fan base, and I love Cleveland fan base, but I don't think, like, and I might be ignorant to this, I don't think that Cleveland has the kind of cachet that the NFL is looking for to go international. So I'm thinking it's, it's between Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and Green Bay. I'm leaning towards Pittsburgh, to be totally honest, because of – that Pittsburgh fan base is not, that that Pittsburgh fan base is a mirror. They travel and they're all it's over the place. It's a mirror of Philadelphia's sure. fan base. They do travel. Yeah, I would say Atlanta. Yeah, that's a good call. Atlanta's a good Atlanta's a good one too now because Atlanta fans they travel too. Mm. But there's no marquee to the team. Nah, yeah, they're yeah, make believe. Yeah, so it's it's to me, and no disrespect to the A, it's Pittsburgh or Green Bay. I think you're right. I think those are the two best like options. Like those, yeah, because I, I mean, and, and and no disrespect to Cleveland because I'm from that area, but. <laughs> Nah, dude. I I would say if if I'm going and, and what makes me excited about this trip, it has to be either or. When I think, you got Jordan Love, yep. You yep. got like the Jordan Love factor to me kind of makes me lean when more I, towards Hugh. I think that's it. The more I think about it, that's a marquee game. Two playoff teams, two young quarterbacks, still young quarterbacks, right? Same draft class. They're yeah. both, you know, they're both kind of in that range of are they going to become stars or whatever. Obviously, yeah, the next, Love, taking that next step. Yep, yep. I and. That just pops to and me. Pittsburgh ain't got no quarterback. They, they yeah, right. Nice, but they got a yeah. they got a hell of a fan base. Love hurts versus Pickett hurts. Hurts love is and that's the game. I I think it's Green Bay. The other thing is, uh, like the Steelers Eagles game feels like you have to keep in Pennsylvania. And last time it was here. Right. Well, I well, think I, it's going to be here again. It would be but, here again. But, but you're, like, so the fans could go right. Right. Like, yeah. Both like yeah. I, I feel like if it's a Steelers Eagles game, you have to. Like, why would you make both Pennsylvania fan bases travel all the way to Brazil to watch their teams play? They will. Well, they will, but like, I, I feel like it's you. It, it's easier for them to justify making it Green Bay mm-hmm. and make them travel from Green Bay, a, a, another fan base that travels really sure. well. You have the love hurts thing, and it's the colors of the Brazil flag, guys. Now that's green a big and one. yellow. That's a big one. But I just I. They're going to want to break TV records. They're going to want to say this is the biggest Friday night broadcast we've had. I mean, it's the first one, but like they'll beat all the other Friday night broadcasts. NBA, yeah. baseball over the years. Green Bay and the Eagles feels like it's going to be the game. We'll see. 215 592 9494. Now, on our poll so far, it's interesting because we put up Are you happy that the Eagles will be in Brazil week one? 72% are not happy. Well, people, with it. I mean, like, it's, it's, it it's took week away one. It, what's the what's the well, problem? But it, so for I, again, who's voting? I don't know. They got their coins together, man. Well, I also it, it just takes away a game from people here. Like there's a, there's a does it though? Yeah, well, literally, you can watch the game here on no, no. Friday night just as easily as you could on a Sunday. No, no, no but Pete's. no, but wait, yeah. it's but it's a home go. game. So seventy thousand right, okay, people gotcha. just like, can't go I, to a so game next I, year. I get that, but like you know. <laughs> 
I know. I, that's the part I, I – it just hits me that they don't care about the fans. Well, you get your coins. I, you got it. But this gives you enough most time people to get your coins. care about right. the stadium going fans, which is a very inclusive. small sect of Eagles fans. Let's be honest. The people that go to games is like a small portion of Eagles right. fans. 70,000 of millions. I, yeah. You're right about that. But how many of those people can actually make this trip? I don't know, like a 1,000 of them? I, it's so a it's, utilitarian approach, Joe. What's good for everybody? I'm looking out for the guy in the crowd at the game on Sunday. All right, yeah. Joe, Joe Giglio is always fighting for the common man well, in Philadelphia. Well, I'm closer man. to that than I am a guy who can afford a trip to Brazil. I know that. 215-592-9494. Your reaction to the Brazil-Eagles game for week one. Actually, the week one thing in terms of the season next year is probably the best spot because – it gives them time. Like they could play on Friday, they wouldn't play till the next Sunday. You talking about rest factor, recovery, and all that stuff, and flying and all. Yeah, that's Got a it. long trip. That long is trip. that's a big one. All right, we'll take your reaction. And of course, Jalen Hurts closer to Mahomes or Purdy, his ceiling moving forward. Let's go to the phone lines here. And after we talk to Jeff, we'll let you hear about what uh, Travis said about his brother maybe playing down in Brazil next year as the Kelsey retirement stuff doesn't really have an ending yet. Justin Wilmington, what's up, Jeff? What's up, guys? Hey, Jeff. What are you thinking? I kind of like the uh, Brazil thing. Well, it, it kind of. I think people should have seen it coming when the league went to 17 games because that allows uh, the league to take away a game, whether it's a home or away, on the ninth. When you have nine of whatever one, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're still getting eight home games. So it's not like it's a disadvantage. I mean, yeah, the 60,000 fans that go to the game are possibly upset, but the league doesn't really care about them, like you said. It, yep. they're, they're looking at the big picture with the TV and the exposure. And Brazil is a, from what I can see, is an amazing place. And sure, I, I, Jeff, I actually think that what you said, I wouldn't be surprised. Now, a lot of people think they're going to go to 18 games eventually, so that would change it. Yeah. But if they keep 17, it wouldn't shock me if down the line every team has eight home, eight road, and then some sort of and, neutral site, like it's a different yeah. country or yeah. you know they play it somewhere unique. And I. I, that actually would make it more fair if every team had to do it once a year. Exactly. All right, so as far as the question of the day, I think Jalen is uh, more towards uh, Patrick Mahomes than he is um, Brock Purdy. But here's the thing. I think the whole thing has to do with the, the scheme that the, the coordinator had this past year. I mean, Jalen proved that he can play. Not, that was, you know, last year was or the, the Super Bowl season. He was amazing. Now we get a different offensive coordinator, and – Honestly, I was scratching my head more at the play selection than his individual play. I was – I think we all were most of the year. Yeah. 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 I mean, he had yeah. some bad ones. But, yeah, for the most part, game to game, it was like, what are they doing more than what, what is he do? doing? Yeah. Now, here's, here's the perfect scenario. He's got the capability to play like Patrick Mahomes or close to it, but he hasn't been able to manage the game as well as Brock Purdy has. So if this new offensive coordinator can mix those two together, we're going to have a pretty damn good quarterback and a pretty good team. Yeah, they will. And, and let's add in one more thing. He's got to stay healthy. He's got That knee's got yeah, to be good. But you add it all in. Yeah, we saw it last year. His ceiling is super high. 215-592-9495. Right. Um, Kyle, what do you got on the uh, Steelers-Packers thing as we try to guess the opponent here? So this is from the Eagles' website. Mm-hmm. And they're, uh, I guess these are little descriptions about the games. So Green Bay Packers, parentheses, home says the Eagles and Packers will play at Lincoln Financial Field for the second time in the last three seasons. That's on the Eagles' website. And then on the Steelers' one, a little more vague. 2024, we'll see Pennsylvania's two NFL teams battle it out. Eagles have not lost. They they don't really say where that game's going to be. So they make sure to specifically say the Eagles-Packers game will be at the link. Nothing of the sort on the Steelers' game. 
So do we think was that written recently, or is that kind of a vague thing? It was just up when the season ended. Look, I mean, we we do detective work on the show, so all the time. All right, we'll do some. We'll dig some more here. We will do some more digging. I think Packers would be a cool opener. Packers in Brazil feels like an opener. All right, speaking of detective work, we're all trying to figure out when and if we're going to get a, f- a real announcement from Jason Kelsey. Is he in? Is he out for 2024? His brother last night at the Super Bowl was media night at the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. And uh, listen to what Travis had to say about the Eagles playing in Brazil and maybe Jason being there. You think Jason plays in that Brazil game? I think so. I don't, I don't know. I I'm not a betting man, but uh, I think he's got some football left. What are the odds? What are the odds? No, I don't even know. I'm going to leave that up to him. What do you think, Hugh? It's it's been weeks now. Still no announcement from Jason Kelsey. Uh, I think he's still milling over. I think there's a good chance. Money's going to probably play a factor into any, any decision that he makes. Because, like I said, he's in a position, he's in a rare position where, you know, he's going to be able to, to supplement his income with television and probably make more money than he would on the field. It just all depends on how bad he wants to play because somebody's going to hire Jason. Oh, of course. And they're going to give him a ton of bread to sit there on one of those these uh, shows and, and just talk football from his perspective. He's considered the best center in the league right now. So that that's what he's wearing it against. He's, he's, he's the best, but he's in a position where he's thinking about retiring Somebody's going to come with a ton of bread. The Fox might do it and say, hey, man, you want to come sit here? Whatever your salary is that the Eagles are going to pay you for this year, we'll double that. There's also this one. I'll tell you what, I think it's still up in the air whether or not he's going to continue to play football. I mean, if anyone knows, I mean, if I had to guess two people that would know, it's his wife, who obviously isn't going to be doing interviews at Media Day, and, and Travis. So speaking of the wife thing, because we they had the clip, it's you can't really hear the audio of it, but uh, the Pro if, Bowl? if you've seen it by now, Jason Kelsey saying, I'm trying not to, when asked about retiring. Is that him fighting a battle with his wife who Maybe. wants him to retire? Maybe. I mean, she's probably worried about him I'm physically. I'm not to. I mean, if you watched that Amazon documentary last year, he's limping around yeah. the house. She's probably, you know, and... I think anyone would do that. Like maybe the, you got to think long term about your body. What if you just like talk to my wife? Let her. She, 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 you know, I, I, I have two theories on this. My first theory is he's coming back, and this is just a long play for him to to work it out with the Eagles to figure it out. Get more bread. My second theory is he doesn't want to take the headlines from his brother, that he knows he's going to retire, and the reason he hasn't announced it yet is this is Travis's time. Travis and Taylor Swift, but but Travis's time for another Super Bowl run. And if Kelsey makes the announcement, that becomes one of the biggest stories of Super Bowl week. So that's what I'm... You think he's thinking about, he putting that much thought into it, not trying to overshadow his brother. That's yeah. that's very interesting that you would think that. I mean, I I, I think he would because that's... I mean, that, that, that does the biggest sound like something. Like yeah, that sounds like something he would do, but they're, they're already bigger than they... Like that, the podcast that they have, the fact that he's in... They're already blowing up. They're, they're probably making more money off the field than they're making on the field right now. Yeah. To be totally honest. Oh, I'm, I'm sure they're doing quite well for themselves. 215-592-9494. Back to the lines here. David in Westchester. David. Hugh Douglas, Kyle what's, Quinn. What's going on, man? And Joe. I don't, mean, I don't even get the last name. I'm just Joe today. David, you how you feeling? Today. What's up, buddy? Uh, I feel pretty good. Um, I, I'm just wondering why you got to compare to Brock Purdy. Why can't you Comparing to like Matthew Stafford, well, because they're, they're the two quarterbacks playing in the game on Sunday. I mean, if it was Stafford in the game, that would probably be the conversation today. Oh, it's, it's not your bias towards San Francisco. Are you sure? No, it's just because Brock Purdy is in the Super Bowl on Sunday, which is you know that's a pretty good accomplishment, just like Jalen was last year. Okay, uh, <sighs> just check a job. Just 
just trying to Oh, uh, yeah. Here. David always accuses me of being a Niners fan because I had Niners on my fantasy here. team. The best offense in the league, I, I drafted their players. I mean, that was <laughs> smart. Yeah, you, you are a Niners fan. Um, okay, so let's let's compare the two quarterbacks. Um, the rating for Brock Purdy is 111 for his career. Jalen Hurts is 91, which is close. Um, Purdy passed uh, Hurts this year because of this year um, with the collapse. So that's why uh, Brock Purdy, but they're close. Um, as far as passing goes, um, Purdy has 31 passing touchdowns. Hurts has 23. Now here's where they differentiate. This is where Jalen Hurts just takes off and goes head and shoulders above Purdy. Purdy has two rushing touchdowns. Hurts has 15. And that was just for this last year. And so what you have is Brock Purdy has the supporting cast and Jalen Hurts is Jalen Hurts and Christian McCaffrey, so he's got to do it all, which you know puts him well above anything that Brock Purdy can do out there on the field. He does have a better supporting cast, but Jalen had a great supporting cast last year. I mean, that was held against him by some people, so I, I see some similarities between that. <laughs> well, and I'll throw it out again because I always do. Coaching, you know, it was coaching. You know, coaching killed Jalen, killed the team this year. And with this, we got to believe in this new supporting cast of coaches that come in, you know, that, that Kellen Moore can turn it around, um, you know, without Nick Sirianni putting his vanilla offense in there, you know, that, that they'll bring something new, they'll keep it fresh, and they'll keep these defenses from knowing what play they're going to call. And, um, I, and if they do, I think Jalen will get back to a good level. And, and David, man, we appreciate it. Part of why I, I put Jalen closer to Purdy is I think they're both reliant on coaching. I don't think Purdy – if you drop Purdy into – the Panthers, I don't think he's leading to the playoffs this year. Yeah. But Shanahan's not going anywhere. So, like, I could kind of count on Purdy being pretty good with Shanahan. It feels like Jalen is very dependent on coaching, yeah, just but, like Purdy. Yeah, but like I said, the, the example that I use is, like, outside of the coaching, Jalen has a skill set where, on skill set alone, he could say, like, he give you 10 wins this year, just off his skill set. Well, I say six because that's how I'm looking at off his skill set this year that's when you saw him at his best. He looked like a different quarterback, especially off of the year that he had. He was throwing the ball, Chris. He was throwing the ball down the field. He was beating double coverage and all that. But as we progressed through the season and coaching started to matter, that's when his, his, uh, his athleticism was negated yeah. because the coaching was so horrendous. He also played better teams down the stretch. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. too. But, and, and, and teams that were game planning yeah. for him and taking away taking away some of the stuff that he did well. So, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's the perfect example right there because it kind of lets you know exactly what we're looking at. I, I, the, here's the way I view Hurts after three years. If he has a good team around him and good coaching and good play calling, he could be really good, go to a Super Bowl, to come this close to winning a Super Bowl. But if that deteriorates, what do we have here? He was closer to average this season. 215-592-9494. We'll come back and we'll go riding – with the doctor, maybe a dope, Dr. Dope, is that what we're calling him now? we got to talk to Howard about dope. this. Howard's going to be uh, get a doctorate. He's going to give a commencement speech. Look we got him blowing yeah, up. You're a dope, yeah, we, okay. Howard is blowing up. After all these years, finally, Howard gets his big break. We'll talk big to Big rear end. Yeah, we'll talk to Howard next. When this hurts uh, at Purdy Mahomes thing by him. His thoughts on going to Brazil and bead surgery. More with Howard coming up. 215-592-9494. And your reaction, the Eagles going to Brazil for week one on the Midday Show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. If you're a caregiver in the Philadelphia or Lehigh Valley areas looking after a loved one, reach out to my friends at AmeriBest today. When you call 1-800-HOME-CARE, a live onboarding specialist will assist you in the hiring process. 
AmeriBest offers daily pay, performance bonuses, reward programs, and more to support their caregivers. Let AmeriBest take care of you so you can focus on what matters most, caring for your loved ones. Call AmeriBest today at 1-800-HOME-CARE or visit AmeriBestHomeCare.com slash radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. riding with the king as students will be i believe in early may hey. when howard eskin gives a commencement speech which i've already asked if we can get someone at wip there to record the whole thing howard how you doing today <laughs> just i am just great walking down the aisle <laughs> it's just i you guys uh need to be straightened out so whether it's from a king or it's from a doctor <laughs> you guys need help really help and you i've got to send you to a psychiatrist because all you think about is money what are you talking about money money makes the world go round uh you know no 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 you know what you can be happy without money Uh, i I don't see how How, how, explain that to me how am i gonna be happy without money bills keep coming people can people can be happy with money without money I mean, it's just, you know, not without money, but you don't have to get, you know, every penny. You know, it's just like when players sign contracts for hundreds of millions of dollars, that's, you know, they have enough money for the lifetime of the lifetime of the lifetime of the lifetime of their kids. Uh, It's just how much is when is enough enough? So. It's not all about. So you need a psychiatrist. I'm not going to be a doctor, that doctor, but uh, I can refer you to one now that uh, come May 3rd, I will be a doctor, so I will be part of that. Look at you. Can't wait to that day. I can't wait to hear it. All right, Howard, we got a lot to address here. And of course, (laughs) our big game coverage on 90 for WIP presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit, solostove.com. All right, Howard, we'll, we'll get to the Super Bowl stuff and your thought on the game. But, Howard, let's start. With Joel Embiid, because the surgery went down today. Howard, what's your uh, what's your feeling on what's going to happen here? They said they'll reevaluate in four weeks. Obviously, we don't know right now, but it's either going to be he's going to be out an extended period or he tries to come back. But, Howard, as I'm watching the team, 
I don't even know if this is going to be worth it. They might fall to the play-in without him over the next two months. Well, I don't believe a lot of what they say. They didn't tell us. They said a lateral left knee, lateral. They didn't tell. They knew what it was. I mean, these doctors today, you know, you see an MRI, you know exactly what it is. So they wouldn't say that until things started to leak out. Uh, You know, the surgery was successful. I haven't heard a doctor that say a surgery was unsuccessful. Uh, So he's out. I talked to a doctor that, that does just those surgeries. He said six to eight weeks, if you're lucky, four to six weeks. But the team, here's the problem. The the guy that's putting this team together, has put this team together, is an idiot. Because you can't fall apart when you lose just one player. They have not put themselves in a position to have any kind of success with losing one player. That's not the way it should be. You should have built a team without depending on the one player. So Daryl Morey, we know, is a fraud. We know he's an idiot. We know he's never won anywhere. Uh, it, it's just he's a he's conned the Sixers into, and he got another three years with an extension. He number one. Let's go back. I said they should have traded him before the season started, and all hell broke loose because you know he always gets hurt. I don't care how he got hurt; he always gets hurt. So you have to start preparing and move on. Because you're not going to win a championship with Joel Embiid on your team. Now they can't trade him because he's got almost no trade value. So four weeks is the low end. They're going to reevaluate at the end of four weeks. I would say probably closer, closer to six to eight weeks is probably realistic. And then you got to understand when he comes back, what kind of shape is he going to be in? We, we've seen that uh, story before. So. It goes right from the top. They have put themselves in a bad position because they didn't put enough players around him. Daryl Morey, you should walk out and resign because you have done nothing to move this franchise forward into winning a championship. Howard, we and haven't you, agreed much lately, but I think you're right on this one. Time. And uh, and they should have moved on a while ago. They didn't do it. All right, Howard, we got a lot to cover today. So let's talk about the Brazil thing. Are you ready for a trip to Brazil? What do you think? <laughs> Week one, Friday night, Brazil. We were trying to guess who they might play. We think Green Bay could be the opponent. What, what do you think about going to Brazil, Howard? All right. Um, I'm not excited about it because now they have more home games than uh, more road games than home games last year. Now they have more road games than home games this year. They'll have more road games than home games next year because this, in, for all intents and purposes, is a road game. It sounds great. I didn't realize it was as long a flight. Somebody told me it's about eight hours. Oh, you know? I, I saw 12. You better get ready, Howard. Oh, my gosh. Another <laughs> long flight. This was the toughest schedule this year for the Eagles because of the travel, because they played the NFC West, and then, of course, the time changes and the night games and Monday night and all that kind of nonsense. So it's great, in theory, to play in Brazil, and everybody's all excited. Uh, I, I wish it was a, if it was a road game, I'd say, okay, but now we have nine road games again. Uh, and the travel is brutal. And by here's what I'm thinking on the opponent. You guys are going down the wrong road here, which is not uncommon for you guys to go down the wrong road. (laughs) I got to give you directions all the time. That's why, you know, Goldie Beckham's going to give me a doctorate 
to try to help in another area. So the reality is I think they will play Carolina or Atlanta in Brazil. Well, that's and a win, we, but that's not an exciting matchup. No. no, it doesn't matter. With the NFL, it's the only game on TV. It's Friday night. It will be the opening of the season, and that is the reality of it. Do you think those people in Brazil know that Carolina and Atlanta stink? Uh, do, do you think they have any clue? It's the Eagles, and that's all that matters. And it really would be unfair to take away Pittsburgh, who doesn't come to Philadelphia that often, or Green Bay. It would be unfair to take away those home games from the fans. It's bad enough you're taking away a home game. So that's my guess. Because the people in Brazil, they don't know that those Yeah, teams you're suck. right. You, you could be right on this. But usually those opening... Well, I'm right the, on most things. Well, sometimes. But the opening week matchups, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday, they usually try to put together some pretty eye-popping ones for TV. Carolina, <laughs> off of two wins? Yeah, oh, that's bad. Yeah, but all you, need is the one, all you need is one team. I know. That's all you need is one team. And you have the, 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 the cachet and the marquee value of the Eagles and Jalen Hurts. Uh, you know, I'm sure that the people in Brazil will probably stream us to know that if they lose, it's the coach's fault. It's never the players. It's always the coaches. Well, if they so, lose to Carolina, it's it's every, everybody. They're not going to lose to Carolina. No, I agree with that. Gonna, and they're not going to lose to Atlanta. I mean, I listen to these coaches. You know, I, I can't stand the phoniness of new coaches. You know, Dan Quinn with all his nonsense. <laughs> and then who is the coach of Atlanta – and when asked, Raheem Morris, Raheem, Raheem. Uh, Raheem Morris. Okay, Raheem Morris. I guess at his news conference, he asked about winning uh, a championship. And for us, he says, "Why not?" Well, you don't have a quarterback. I mean, it, it, this nonsense that these that they, they throw out all this garbage. Uh, and Dan Quinn to say the the Washington, whatever their name's going to be, uh, is in position to win right now. I mean. It, it, it's I, I stand it when when guys give just complete nonsense and BS when they do those news conferences. Dan Quinn, you were the fifth choice of that team. They didn't even want you, brother. So <laughs> and you're going to give all this garbage yeah, and really, nonsense. Yeah, really that is the truth. Cool. All right, Howard. Let's talk about teams that can win a championship. Someone will on Sunday. 49ers and the Chiefs. Howard, as as you sit here on Tuesday, what's your gut on the game and? Everyone seems to be on the Chiefs, and I understand why. Andy and Mahomes, it's a, you know, they're a great team, but they are underdogs. They're two-and-a-half-point underdogs, and that line has moved back towards the 49ers. What do you think about this game Sunday, Howard? All right, and here's what's, what's confused. Well, I'm a little uh, confused, but you got to under, understand it wouldn't be called gambling if it wasn't gambling. Kansas City has the best coach okay, in the game. They have the best quarterback in the game. Why are they the underdog? Why are they the underdog? San Francisco really kind of struggled in both games to get to the Super Bowl. I, I, I don't understand why San Francisco is the favorite. It's driving me crazy. Sometimes the line tells me something. Now, I know it's only two, and we'll see if it gets to a pick. And I don't think it's going to go to a pick by Sunday. We'll see where the, the, sharp, the sharp money comes in. But that's what's got me confused. I'm not sure yet. I believe it or not, I'm leaning towards San Francisco because everybody likes Kansas City, yet the line's not coming down. So if everybody likes Kansas City, 
somebody's betting San Francisco, too. Uh, and I think it's the sharp money that's keeping that line. It went down to one, and then it went back up to two. Yeah, you're right. Like, why? 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 I, I just, that's what's got me crazy. So I'm not sure yet, but I want to see what the line does. But I'm leaning towards San Francisco, although obviously I'd like to see Kansas City win because I think Andy Ring and Kyle Shanahan, I think, is an overrated head coach. Good but overrated. Hmm. Uh, so I'd like to see Andy Rins uh, so we don't have to listen to this, all this Kyle Shanahan uh, love that, that we're going to get. Brock Purdy is Brock Purdy. I mean, he's done a nice job, but their defense wins games. But Kansas City's defense is pretty good. It is very I'm good. Leaning, I'm leaning, leaning toward San Francisco. By the way, there's one thing that I want to tell you guys. Mm-hmm. you got to stop with – Jalen Hurts is probably going to get it's surgery or procedure or whatever you want to call it. With Joel Embiid, they called it a procedure. That was surgery. Uh, but I, I talked to people, and there was no nothing, nothing. So just the bone bruise, but not no that, surgery. That, that they were going to uh, have him have any kind of surgery. Okay, well that's I mean yeah. that's good. I mean long long term that now, is so good. What what happened to him? He had a bone bruise. It's not an internal bone bruise. Is not an internal thing. So that doesn't require surgery. Maybe he just got slower. I just I, he did Overnight. get slower. Well, so hold on, Howard. With that, you know, if you add up his carries, like him rushing the ball, I know we debated this last summer, but if you go back to Alabama, Oklahoma, the Eagles, he's run the ball over eleven hundred times since the start of college. There is a chance he just lost a step. It happens to running backs all the yeah, time. I know, and, and you know, I, you know, a couple of people said it to me from the team and said, "Well, he just got slower." I said. You know, I, you don't think that's going to happen, but maybe it does. And maybe it's a good thing. He's just going to have to learn better ways to be a pocket passer, which is the way you win. He can scramble out of trouble, but running should not is not the way that you win. It shouldn't be I his mean, priority. Yeah. yeah, it shouldn't be his priority. Lamar Jackson, I think, really improved this year. But you can't be a running quarterback. And, and I mean, obviously, they got shut down. Yeah. Uh, by Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes is not a running quarterback. He's a quarterback that buys time mm-hmm. because of his legs, but he's a quarterback and he knows what he's doing. And you look at his rushes, he doesn't have that many rushes. Yeah, game. no, he, and he's, yeah. he's the best. All right, Howard, let's but end with... No surgery. Okay, that's good. All right, Howard, let's end with this. A um, couple days ago, Bob Nightingale, USA Today, threw out the two yep. names for the Phillies, Bellinger, Montgomery. Howard, do you think there's a chance they get in on either? And if so, which one you think would be more likely? Cody Bellinger, a bat, or Jordan Montgomery, a starting pitcher? Now, does Scott Boris represent both of them? I think he represents Montgomery, right? I know he yeah, represents Bellinger. Bellinger. I'll look on Montgomery, but definitely okay. Bellinger. Well, it depends on what Bryce Harper wants. Because Bryce Harper wants somebody, and that's his agent. So Bryce Harper will tell him to work with the team to bring him to the Phillies. I think they're so. They're both get... Montgomery. Uh, they're both uh, Boris, by the way. There you go. There you go. I, one of them's coming, no question, because the general manager Bryce Harper wants them to come. So that will that will be taken care of. I think they're going to get a pitcher. I think Montgomery. I think they'll they'll go after Montgomery more than Bellinger, uh, because you could probably it's probably easier. I think to find a bat during the season mm-hmm. uh, if you have to trade for one. But I, they know they need a starting pitcher. So I, I think it's more likely. And I've been saying all along, Dave Dombrowski is a pretty sharp guy. He knows what he's got to do. But you remember, patience is a virtue. And they waited on Bryce Harper. Now they still paid probably, I don't know if they paid too much money. They paid more than they wanted to pay. 
but you're going to pay. You're not going to pay what he wants. I mean, they got uh, who was that stiff pitcher? They got uh, uh, that was a uh, only signed for seventy five million. Why do I? Oh, Taiwan Walker, Taiwan. No, no, the guy, but years ago. Oh, Jake Arrieta. Uh, Jake Arrieta. Okay. He, and he was a stiff here. Yeah, he uh, was. Okay. Oh. So they waited until <laughs> they waited until late. I mean, uh, Boris wanted two hundred million. He got seventy five from the Phillies. So he's going to have to wait. If nobody's going to pay it, then he'll have to come down. I think absolutely positive. I always thought they were going to get a starter, and I think Montgomery is a better shot than Bellinger. I don't think they can go after both of them because you got to save some of that for something that you might need uh, during the season. And Bellinger is back and forth. You watch his career, and is he hurt? Is he not hurt? But I, I, Montgomery, they need a starting pitcher, and I think I think they're more likely to get him. And I I absolutely believe before the season starts they will have another starting pitcher on this team. All right, sure. that sounds good. Howard, we appreciate you hopping on. Enjoy the rest of Super Bowl week, and uh, we'll talk soon, Howard. Uh, you know what? I can't wait to help you guys again anytime you need appreciate it. Appreciate it. We'll, see if, appreciate we, all we'll see if we agree as much hey, next hey, time. Hey, hey, you. Yes. You, I'm going to bring you a dollar bill <laughs> and just, just live on that for a day, okay? <laughs> I appreciate it. All the money I can get. Everything I can get. Uh, there he goes. Howard asking, get ready for a trip to Brazil. Thank you, Howard. There he goes. Of course, let's not forget, the Super Bowl, the big game, it's this weekend. And make your game day epic with a hoagie tray from Primo Hoagies. Your guests will thank you. Order online at primohoagies.com. Order now for this weekend's big game at primohoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie. It's a Primo. Primo has brought us some hoagies today, which are incredible, as always. Always tasty hoagies, man. Always, and they're girthy. They're like, they're like thick. Thick hoagies. You? I'm just saying, man. I'm just describing a hoagie. He's, just, being, he's being descriptive for the yeah, audience. That's, that's, that's all. I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, good hoagies, man. Are we going to make Howard walk to Brazil like we did to Tampa? Because um, he, he could. I mean, he could just like you got to get across the Panama Canal. Yeah, I was going to say body he, of water. It's not, it's not the nice, easiest walk, but yeah, nice, Howard can do it. Walk. So this was during the pandemic, right? Howard yep. walked to Tampa. Seriously? Well, For the, the Super Bowl, the equivalent. Okay. So he he was in this. He was in a phase where he was walking a lot because uh-huh. you know we, we couldn't do anything. But yeah, you, could, you know, walking was obviously. That's how he got all slim and trim. That is how he got slim and trim. And so he walked the equivalent of the miles to get to Tampa. Okay. He also had like a mountain man beard. At that yeah, time. it was a wild Remember time that? for for Howard. It was nuts. Yeah, so yeah, I like that. We make him walk. How many miles? Make to walk Brazil? to Brazil. Uh, he oh, better, have to double he better get walking now. All right, couple big way. things from Howard there. He. First of all, he thinks that the Embiid thing, that we may not be getting all the information on how long he's out. He's mm-hmm. skeptical of the Sixers, which I think is a pretty fair way to approach things. Skeptical of the Sixers telling the truth. The other thing, he seems to think that Jordan Montgomery's really in play for the Phillies, that they're going to get a pitcher before the season. That's exciting. Yeah, that's another move that they're potentially going to make. I thought it would be a bat, though. I thought it would. But you wanted you know, the pitcher I, I, yesterday. Yeah, I did want a pitcher yesterday because, you know, you can never have enough pitching. Got that from uh, Ruben Amar Jr., that's what the one thing that I, I vividly remember him saying. But, you know, you're talking about a, another bat. That's important. I, I think I thought it was going to be another bat. It still could. I mean, look, Bellinger's out there. We had uh, Nightingale on yesterday said Bellinger and or Montgomery. But Howard's pretty strong on the pitcher thing, specifically Montgomery. He doesn't come with a draft pick attachment because he was traded last year. Uh, here's the, where I'm at with them. They need one more good player. like And another impact player to keep up with the Braves. Well, I'll take Montgomery. I'll take Bellinger. Just or, give me another good player. Or they need Johan Rojas to kind of come along and, and with the bat a little bit. Yeah. Need, not, I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> they need to come along with that bat a little bit. I think we've established something on the show over the last year that Hugh has a, a law, like wants to give like a rope and hope 
for young players. I do. And I, I don't I have, do. I don't have because the Unless they're of real, like, real pedigree, I'm like, ah. And you know what? To be totally honest, you are like most GMs in every professional sport. Like, if they don't show you anything, if, like they used to say, if they don't, the puppies don't bite when they're little, they're probably not going to bite when they get older. So it depends on their pedigree. Like, if Johan Roas was a top prospect, supposed to be great. He was I would, supposed to be. Not great. No, it, no, you know what I'm thinking about, Pache. Pache was supposed to be there. Yeah, and he yeah. can't hit. Yeah, that basically the same thing. They're both basically, basically right. the same thing. I just like I'll, and the other part of it too is the Phillies are in a window to win now. Do I want to give a job at center field to a young player? But we'll see. We'll see. Montgomery certainly is a, a big name. Do we have Miles on uh, Howard's walk to Brazil? Yeah. So if he wants to go, if he's going to walk to Sao Paulo, he probably should have started like a week ago. How far are we? Uh, so the Philly to Tampa is one thousand forty-two miles. Okay. Philly to Sao Paulo is forty-seven hundred fifty-six. <sighs> So about four times, more than four times the That's amount. A, that sounds like a nice brisk walk. Sounds like something Howard can do. Yeah, I just wonder, like, what, what's an average day? Average person walks ten to fifteen thousand. If you if you push it, yeah, go for if, walks. Yeah, not me. Steps. No, no I, I said the average. Person. I'm bringing that average down. Yeah. You ever look at your phone? Your phone tells you how many steps you move a day. You it does. Look at that? Yeah. I didn't know that. If you go to the health app, it tells you how many steps you've. What moved. are you on today, Hugh? Check. Uh, I know I didn't I didn't get a chance to do it this morning, but I'm like I can check yesterday's uh, steps. Yeah, like, here's mine. Like today, I've walked five thousand oh. steps. See, okay. Yesterday I, I was at seven. Saturday, Saturday was at thirteen thousand. Like what that? Well, that's what do you got at today? At, at today, I was like at a thousand steps. Thousand steps. See what, what was that yesterday? Yesterday, I was at nine thousand seven hundred forty. Uh-huh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Hugh Douglas is up and running. He's running. He's, He's moving. Five point three miles. I like it. John in Cherry Hill wants to chime in on the Brazil thing. And, of course, Purdy, Mahomes, where is Jalen going to land closer? Hey, John. What's going on, guys? What's up, buddy? I think this Brazil idea is the dumbest idea Goodell has come up with in a long time. How come? Well, I'll give you – for personal examples, I have a friend that lives in Brazil currently. Okay. One, it's the most dangerous country in the world. But logistically, traffic is so bad that they actually – it's a law that they can tell you when to drive per your license plate. Wow. So, so it's that crowded like, with cars. It's like there's no space to move. Right. So I'll give you an example. Uh, she drives her son to school, which is two miles from their house. It takes her an hour and a half to drive two miles. What? Wait a minute. What? Because Brazil traffic is so horrendous between the scooters and, and the smaller trucks and everything else. It's that bad that they have to have certain days that, that they can drive their own cars. Otherwise... They have to take like so, an Uber or, or whatever. So basically what you're saying is that for the fan base and the people that are going, like excited about going, it's, it's going to be a nightmare because of of trying to move around in the city. Yeah, or you better stay in a hotel and, right by the stadium. Yeah, or you're going to well, get robbed. So, so that stadium, um, I actually watched a, like a Mega Builders thing about that stadium. It's mm-hmm. a fantastic stadium. I mean, it's gorgeous. The state-of-the-art stuff. There are a lot of hotels around it because of that very logistic reason. But, yeah, it's it's – Logistically, it's it's a nightmare. Um, along with the fact that it's a very violent uh, you know country in itself, but yeah, logistically it's 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 crazy. Like I said, that you you're only allowed to drive on certain days per your license plate. Got it. So you're 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 more of the safety and logistics than it robs the Eagles of a home game type of thing. Yeah, and I think the logistics part comes in because I'm a truck driver, so I always think I like. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, and and look, that plays into where you go if you're going to travel for a game. John, where, where are you on the Mahomes Purdy Hurts thing? Where's he going to land closer to? I, I I think Mahomes, and and hear me out for several different factors. Last year or Super Bowl year, I should say, he he proved himself that he's a, a versatile quarterback. He can make things happen when they're not there. This year, he was troubled with the knee. Whatever was going on with that, he had 
his best friend as his coordinator when you all know if you work with your best friend, you're going to let shit slide. Sorry about that. You're going to let stuff slide. And, you know, you're not going to let things, you know, develop the way they're supposed to. It does change things. And that's one thing that we noticed over the year. And that's probably why Brian Johnson had to be out. And we appreciate the phone call there. And look, yes, the coaching stuff is part of it. But I look at Mahomes and I'm like, I don't think it matters. Yeah, Andy obviously elevates him, but I think he'd be great anywhere. I look at Purdy, I say coaching, team around him really factors in. I think that about Hurts. 215-592-9494. Right back to the phone lines after break. Jalen Hurts' ceiling. Closer to Brock Purdy or Patrick Mahomes. And we're going to connect some dots here with a new eagle hire on the defensive side and what player could be and should be on their way here this offseason. That's next. 215-592-9494. For Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Football fans, FanDuel, in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, has the perfect way for everyone to get in on Super Bowl 58 action with a no-sweat same-game parlay. But when you bet on Super Bowl 58 on FanDuel, one game can mean a lot of wins. America's number one sports bet has all your favorite bets, like the money line and the spread, plus all sorts of prop bets. For one I like for Sunday is I'll take the San Francisco running back two touchdowns in the game. That means you can combine all your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. You'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't win. No starting, no so to start building your own, or just bet a popular same-game parlay already built for you in America's number one sportsbook. I really like the FanDuel app. Visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O if you don't already have an account. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.